The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here, and DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, is giving new customers a shot to turn 5 bucks into $150 instantly in bonus bets with any college basketball bet. You can find all the lines and available odds, of course, at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. North Carolina listeners, don't forget, DraftKings Sportsbook is now live in your state. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code SBNFL. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get $150 instantly in bonus bonus bets only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code SBNFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility, deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. What up, world? Welcome on all to another episode of The Ocho, presented to you in partnership, as always, with SB Nation's blog and theboys.com. My name is Joe Ochoa. You know me, of course, from BTB and from right here as your humble host on The Ocho. It is Friday, August 28th, 2020. We hope all is well wherever you are. We hope you're happy, safe, healthy, and that the version of yourself two weeks from now enjoyed the kickoff game for the 2020 NFL season. That's right. Two weeks from today, we will all be waking up with NFL football in the rearview mirror because the reigning world champion Kansas City Chiefs will be hosting the Houston Texans 13 days from now. That is inside of two weeks. That means we are less than two weeks away from NFL football in our lives. At least uh, that's the way the schedule is currently structured. That means we are now, what, uh, 16 days away from the Dallas Cowboys beginning of the regular season on the road. Week one, Sunday night football. Same broadcast as that opening Thursday night game, NBC, against the Los Angeles. Angeles Rams. I actually uh, am slacking. I have not finished this week's Hard Knocks yet, uh, but obviously uh, the Rams have been one half of this season. And uh, I saw uh, a tweet that ratings-wise, Hard Knocks is not doing as well this year. But um, it, I was, it was Richard Deitch from the Athletic, and he noted that the production quality is as great as always. I agree with that. From what I've seen, Hard Knocks is an incredible product. Uh, I'm really looking forward to All or Nothing um, covering Tottenham. Uh, different production, but I, I love stuff like that. And so. Uh, but very excited for the NFL to return. Obviously, uh, the Cowboys return to practice on Thursday, the third day. That was yesterday, and they'll be back at it again. Uh, at least they're scheduled to be uh, back at it again today on Friday. Um, depending on when you're listening to this, it might have already happened or may have already happened. Who knows? Uh, but um, I want to talk about something um, something very specific, I think, on today's episode of The Ocho. Uh, I did a hit on uh, on Thursday. I'm on ESPN San Antonio every Thursday at 4.30, talking Cowboys, etc., uh, with my buddies Jay. Jason and Rob on the Blitz. And so uh, Jason Minix, Rob Thompson on the Blitz, they had on Trayvon Diggs right before I jumped on. No big deal. Their priorities, not mine. Um, and Trayvon Diggs said something that I found really interesting as uh, my dog Bear barks. Uh, he wants you to know that he finds it interesting as well. Um, but so I want to talk about, and, and in a non-cliche way, I want to talk about leadership on the Cowboys because it's it's clearly something that 
weighed them down last year to some degree. And I'm talking about player leadership. Obviously, I think we all believe that Jason Garrett at times was a great leader of men, however you want to qualify that. Mike McCarthy seems to really have the respect and the admiration of his roster, but I'm talking about on the roster itself. Now, to understand what we're going to talk about, Trayvon Diggs, we have to go back to December of last year. Back to December. Shout out Taylor Swift. Um, it was early December, and that was, you'll remember, the Cowboys were really just falling apart. Uh, they'd lost to Buffalo on Thanksgiving, lost to the Chicago Bears. That's when that's when it really felt like this was headed in a bad direction. Um, and NFL Network's Mike Garofalo had a report, we played it on the show then, that the Cowboys were lacking leadership specifically from their younger players. And he talked about how Sean Lee and Jason Witten were both kind of taking uh, backseat roles in the leadership department because they were older players. And you know, we, we kind of talked about that a year ago, right? That going into 2019, the Cowboys were going to depend on these younger players and that Sean Lee and Jason Witten were still going to be around, but that their roles were different. Uh, Mike Garofalo specifically noted that the Cowboys were missing Tyrone Crawford, who was already lost for the season uh, at that point. And so he noted that young Cowboys did not step up in the leadership department. And that's important. That is obviously uh, something that is very important on an NFL team in any business, right? Leadership, you need people to step up. And so Trayvon Dix, getting back to uh, the point at hand, he was asked on Thursday on the Blitz on ESPN San Antonio, which veteran, because he is a rookie, uh, shout out to Bear again. Uh, again, it was the loss of the Bears that, that set this up. So that's why Bear really wants his shine. Uh, but uh, anyway, uh, Trayvon Diggs was asked, which veteran on the Dallas Cowboys has taken him under his wing? Here is what he had to say on ESPN San Antonio. That's hard to say. It's a, it's a couple of uh, vets that, you know, I talk to every day. Um, you know, try to get as much knowledge as I can. Uh, Haha, Clint Dix, um, Jalen Smith. Uh, I talk to Sean all the time. Um, I talk to a lot of guys. Like I said, it's a lot of it's a lot of chemistry, and you know, people talking at different positions at different groups. So you know, they they take all the rookies in, and you know, they 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 open us, they welcome us in with open arms. So everything's been all love. It's been all just just love, and I, I enjoy that because you know, sometimes you might feel you might not feel comfortable talking to a vet or anything, you know, asking them questions, you know, because you're just coming in. But, you know, they welcomed us in with open arms and made it comfortable for us to talk to them and, you know, ask them questions and stuff like that. So, you know, it's been it's been love. I, I like it a lot. I'm not trying to read ridiculously deep into this. I promise you I'm not. But I really liked that answer. I really thought that that answer said a lot. The fact that Trayvon Diggs, um, you know, said, hey, I mean, it's everybody. And, and you think about the names he named. He named Haha Clinton Diggs, Jalen Smith, and Sean. Although, I mean, I think we can assume, I think it's a safe assumption that that is Sean Lee. Sean Lee is not a young player on the Cowboys. We know that. And, you know, maybe maybe that's where things are a little bit different, right? Where we're not just, just going to, you know, put things on, uh, you know, the young Cowboys, et cetera. We're going to rely on everybody Everybody knows Sean Lee could be a great coach, et cetera. So that's great to hear. I think it's awesome to hear that Haha Clinton Dix is obviously part of the you know, leadership group or veteran group that is embracing Trayvon Diggs, et cetera. Obviously, Haha Clinton Dix also went to Alabama, so the players share that connection. They obviously both play in the secondary, so there's that as well. But Jalen Smith and I, I know, you know, and, and I know we've talked about that loss to Chicago last year. I know that Jalen Smith um I'll, I'll put it this way. I've said before to different people, I know we talked about it this week um, with Tom Downey on the show, I really believe that over the last year, so if, if you rewind 365 days from now, you know, obviously to 365 days ago, I think the two Cowboys whose 
reputations really kind of took the largest hits in the eyes of your average Cowboys fan are Jason Witten and Jalen Smith. Jason Witten went from this guy, when, when Jason Witten retired, he was the guy the organization let down, right? Like, oh, you guys, you, you didn't get Jason Witten a ring. You know, he was in that same category that Tony Romo, DeMarcus Ware are, you know, really talented players that played for the Cowboys that just, you know, the organization let down because they didn't surround them with enough talent, whatever. Jason Witten risked a lot of that in coming back. I've said this many times. And now, you know, not now, but over the last year, people viewed him as somebody who inhibited Blake Jarwin's development, et cetera. And so, you know, his, his legacy not, not took a, a dent, but um, it's different, I mean, at, at the very least. And Jalen Smith, you know, a year ago, when Jalen Smith signed his contract extension with the Cowboys, every Cowboys fan was eating Jalen Smith up, right? I mean, he was, I think, I think if you asked an average Cowboys fan at this time last year who their, I don't know, three favorite players on the team were, I think Jalen would have been in that that group for a lot of people. And Jalen almost really kind of saw his reputation, if you want to call it that, take a hit during that loss to the Bears. A lot of people accused him of celebrating when the injured player was down in the end zone, etc. And and people really kind of wore themselves or, or were worn out, I should say, by, you know, his swipe celebrations and things like that. And so Jalen Smith um, is somebody who less people are over the top about than they were a year ago. I think you understand what I'm saying. And so to hear that Jalen Smith is somebody who has been working with Trayvon Diggs says a lot. I I think it really does. And I think that Jalen has done a lot of work to reposition himself for a great year. And obviously a lot of things went wrong for the Cowboys last year on defense. And um, I I think this is a good sign is ultimately what I'm saying. And good signs are good things. And so uh, a good thing happened and that's worth celebrating. And, And Trayvon was awesome. I think that was a great answer from a rookie. And so um, there are a lot of reasons to be excited. There are a lot of reasons to drink the Kool-Aid. And maybe I'm doing a little bit too much of that, but it tastes delicious. And I will make no apologies for doing so. Um, so, uh, so, yeah, that, that about does it for our Friday episode. Uh, we're going to start working in some guests on a more regular basis. We have some fun podcast things we're working on. I know I've been teasing. Uh, I promise that news is coming soon. You will have, speaking of things coming soon, a new episode of Girls Talking Boys coming later on today. Kelsey Charles and Meg Murray going to get you caught up uh, just like we did with all things Dallas Cowboys and that will be a good time make sure to subscribe to the blog and the boys podcast network wherever you get your podcasts we're available on all major podcast platforms subscribe leave a rating write a review those things are very helpful I am RJ Ochoa of course you can follow me on Twitter or Instagram at RJ Ochoa and while you're doing stuff you can do me a huge favor you can have the absolute best Friday of all time you know why because you deserve it we will see you manana my friends as always go Cowboys and peace out Thank you.